0: That's no moon. You're listening to That's No Moon, a Star Wars Legion podcast discussing units, tactics, and more from the UK and Europe. Hello there, and welcome to another episode of That's No Moon, a Star Wars Legion podcast. It's been a couple of weeks; many things have happened. Some people became an internet sensation overnight. It's all very strange. Um, we've got another guest with us today, who I'll come on to in a bit, but first we'll introduce the regulars. Oli Dyer, dressed up in his shirt, eating some sort of crisp. How are you doing, buddy?
1: I mean, I'm doing pretty good, considering it's turkey and not crisps.
0: Well, I, I don't know. It was like in a pack, <laughs> I couldn't see, but there we go. It's, it's a nice little it's
1: a nice little Petri dish of a of roast dinner, thank you very much. No, I'm real good. Good? Good, 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 good. good to
0: be back, as always. Uh, it's always good to see you. Um, um, looking very formal, I should say, for a podcast, which is quite funny. <laughs>
1: It's, just it's the way I like to roll now. I'm going to turn up in shirts and a kilt to all my events from
0: now on. A kilt? Yeah, why not? I've got one. Oh, mate, we both need to rock up in a kilt for a tournament. I've got one oh, as well. <laughs> <laughs> There's a sight. Do it, mate. <sighs> right, uh, moving on to that. Andy, how do you fancy seeing us in the kilts? kilt?
2: Um, can I pay for that not to happen, just for the general safety issues for everyone? Cause I know I mean, one of you is wearing the kilt properly. I don't know if both of you are going to well, wear the kilt properly. Okay, so that's of, even more disturbing. The both will.
0: <laughs> get, get, I, get, I definitely wore a kilt at my wedding, and that was uh, the that was the nat- natural way to wear it.
2: Because I could just imagine Ollie be like, "I'm about to lose," and just like, "Oh, drop this dice on the floor," and just bends over and flicks it up. at you. <laughs> I've just got
0: I've got I've got image, I've got images of him uh, of like him just sitting legs akimbo, man spreading. We're like, yeah that's me there we go um and we're joined with a guest who um, who had an intro all lined up and ready and was stolen so i thought i'll have to do a new intro now we've all heard of helen and helen of troy the face that launched a thousand ships now we've got dave grant who had the list that launched a thousand memes uh welcome dave grant to the show how are you doing don't forget to unmute
3: that's fine i'm good thank you Thank you for having me on. So, we
0: will be talking many things today. The reason Dave's on is because if you didn't see, he broke the internet a bit of le- the legion the legion net a little bit with his list, which is brilliant, it's wonderful and refreshing to see. And uh, so Dave is going to talk about his list, and probably talk and talk about a couple of about a couple of the games and some pitfalls that he may have had or some things that were really cool and generally talk a, bit, a little bit about LVO. And for those of you who don't know, LVO is the Las Vegas Open, which is the biggest Uh, legion tournament uh, around but first of all we have a bit of our own thing um, to talk about Uh, we are happy to announce and uh, it's been we we thought about this and we've decided to launch our own patreon page Um, for those of you if you don't know what patreon is basically it's a thing you can subscribe to and if you wish to or are able to you can provide money that goes towards the show and the idea is that this will pay for the running costs of the show i.e. Um, because you have to pay for maintaining the podcast on servers and stuff Uh, and also a plan to reinvest said money into um, providing tournament uh, uh, providing terrain at tournaments um, providing sponsorship for tournaments if you have a little pokey tournament that you know you're going to have a few people at but you you can't justify paying out for a prize out of your own cash the idea is we'd be able to help and if you get 6 to 12 people that sort of thing We'd be able to help provide a prize and help grow the community in your area and therefore help grow the game uh we'll also sponsor larger events i.e uh, the mkgt and possibly others going along further down the line as well uh, and generally try to give back to the community where we can um and that's the plan um details will be in our um in the show description uh as and when you click on the links and things like that you may have also seen a facebook post advertising this as well um obviously we're grateful for anyone who decides who, who decides to do this and um we can't thank them enough because it makes the game greater for everyone else and all this jazz as well we've already had some people sign up uh, we've also gone international so shout outs to well shout out firstly to reese griffin who's the international patreon you're a man there you're a good man there and um shout outs later on to the other patrons that are in our little cohort there who can who support us and uh, we're eternally grateful for your support um ollie Ollie,
2: anything to add about that really i just want to say um i'm surprised like really thanks to everyone um when cockle suggested it, i was like who's gonna want to pay and listen to us um and i appreciate that people do want to help and support us Um, and i'm surprised so many so fast as well so yeah i just want to say thank you really it's really really appreciate it and uh hope we can give back to you guys as much as you trust us with your money
1: yeah, um, I'll, I'll cover it and just don't trust Andy with your money. He'll sort of only spend it on
0: MKGT. <laughs> hey, it's completely sold out. <laughs> is it? So, an early shout out to those. So, uh, to Richard College, Tom Smith, uh, a man who is only known as Rickle because I don't know his real name. Um, Stu, who I can't remember his last name. Apologies, have got so Stu uh, Art, Stu Art as, as he is. Uh, Reese Griffin, Steve Pryor, and Matt Haslam. Thank you very much for your support. Um, so, um, we look forward to chatting to you in our also elite private Discord channel where we can talk things, talk Legion
3: things, and all this sorts of jazz. jazz. I see. I seem to have loads more acolytes than just that. So clearly, you guys can uh, get a few of those on your Patreon as well.
1: <laughs> Are
3: we 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 all need to take a four activation list to American tournaments
1: next time.
3: Exactly. That's
1: the only way we're going to do it.
0: That's the only reason you're here, Dave, is because we want your um, your pool of followers um, and all this sort of stuff. There's no no other reason at all. Because as we will now come on to, um, Dave took uh, a brilliant and crazy and <clears throat> what's the word? Inspired? Mentalist? I don't know. Pick your own like, verb, adjective, describing word. That's the word, adjective, um, to to the Las Vegas Open. Now, Dave, um, you are the only one of the four of us who's been to the Las Vegas Open. Can you just give us a little description as to what it is, how big it is, and
3: all this jazz first? Yeah, yeah, sure. I I guess one thing, just on what you just said, was um, my local gaming store had this conversation with them. I've been taking this list for ages in the UK, and nobody cared. Um, So it's quite interesting that um, it's it's caused a storm internationally. I guess it's quite different between how the game is played in the UK and overseas, which is probably something I might talk a little bit later. Um, in terms of uh, LVO, uh, it's Las Vegas Open. It is the largest miniatures gaming venue in the world, I think. Um, the 40k event that was next door had about a thousand people there. Um, so it's quite big. Um, the Star Wars Legion one was 143. So I think Andy might be able to get the MKGT this year, but um, be close. Um, but yeah, so, so it's quite a big event. It's like. Um, yeah, it's quite a big event, and um, yeah, so so obviously I went to that. So they, it was runners almost three mini tournaments where um, if you went um, if you placed top sixty four, which was basically two one except for a couple that didn't quite make it um, in the first day, you progressed like a second tournament, and if you went three nil on that one, you progressed to a, a separate tournament, which was last eight. So that's kind of how they ran it. And how did you do, sir? Um, overall, I, I progressed on the first day 3-0. Um, I beat the guy that ended up coming fourth, uh, or, or lost third or fourth. Um, and then in the second day, I went 2-1, so 5-1 overall, which knocked me out. Um, and I lost to a guy called Kyle, um, who is one of the top three, I would say, uh, Legion players in the US. He's won most of the events this year, it seems like. Everyone he turns up to, he wins anyway. Um, he's a very good player. Um, so, and he won LVO in the end as well after beating me.
0: Indeed, he did. And I believe that would be Carl Donbass, he of the fifth truth uh, uh, uh,
3: uh, the, the fifth truth guy. guy. Yes, yes, exactly.
0: So. Um, I'm not going to tell everyone your list. It's your baby. I' funny enough when you say uh, you've been playing in the UK for a while. When I played you, you didn't play it, which is why I didn't you, about about it. It, you, you played that. that. Exactly. Exactly. Echo. echo. Excuse the echo there. Um, you played the Rebel bus, the Rebel bus, Operative Luke, uh, and various other things when we played each other, and um, that was the first game of the London Grand Tournament. And uh, yeah, I was running something stupid, and yeah, you won. It was all fun. Um, so talk us through your list, What's the, what does it do, and why does it do it well, and where where does it catch people out, i.e. with maybe a gotcha moment type thing?
3: Okay, um, so let me talk through, so I guess the concept of the list uh, was, I wanted to use Palpatine, and I thought, you know, I need to pull the strings, is Palpatine's kind of key characteristic. Um, who's the best person to pull the strings on, and of course it's Vader. So that was kind of how do I get a list with Palp and Vader in. That was kind of the start point. Um, I ran it as seven activations probably about a year ago um, for a couple of months. Uh, It was kind of fun, not great. Parked it. And then was playing Operative Loop, Bus, and other things for a while. Um, I had decided to go to Las Vegas, uh, kind of middle of last year. And um, probably after, Yes, towards the autumn time, I was working out what list to take, and I decided I wanted to go Palp Vader. The reason was um, I was listening to a number of podcasts, and they were constantly talking about activations, how you need 9, 10, 11, 12 activations to do well, and which I disagree with. I think it's an advantage to have more activations, but there's a lot more to list building than that. Um, so I purposely took a low activation list to LVO with the intention of doing reasonably well to kind of demonstrate you can do well with low activations. Uh, it was it was very intentional taking a low activation list to that event. Um, it, and it kind of worked out that way. So with Palp Vader uh, as, as I guess the, the, the start point, um, I used Commander Vader because I always use Commander Vader because I think he's just better than Operative Vader. Um, he has a number of advantages. One is the third force slot, which is huge. Um, there's a number of advantages to that that I'll come on to. Um, is infinite courage as well. Uh, Vader tends to get shot a lot. Uh, it takes a long time to kill him. And o- Operative Vader um, is very easily um, suppressed. Not necessarily panicked, but suppressed very easily. And then he's a very sad Vader, um, especially when he's implacable and suppressed as he did to me once and made me cry.
1: I was just thinking about that. It was R2-D2 zapped you, suppressed it, <laughs> just tipped yeah. you over that count again, and then your implacable action took it down to zero, so you just took a wound for free.
3: Yeah, oh. so basically v- v- Vader was, uh, was almost full health, but just sat in the middle of the open, just doing nothing, being, feeling very sad. Um, but yes, yeah, so that's my only time I've ever used operative Vader. Normally I always use Commander Vader. Um both in this list both palp and vader have burst of speed um because it's such a small number you need to get them doing a lot of work so sometimes they need to move fast um they both have force push because everybody should always have force push if you've got the chance um vader has choke and palp has anger um i i did um and r ah between choke and anger on palp and anger's great for and now you will die and choke great for all the rest of the time so I think I think you could use either, but overall, uh, anger. And I think that worked well. Um, at LVO um, to add to the mobility, they have a tank, a GAV tank. Um, it's got Hitch, coupling and Governor Price. So I always who gives an aim to Vader, but I always always forget to do it. Um, and then three snows with med bots and concussion grenades. Um, the concussion grenades are great on snows because it actually means they have got an effective offense for only three points per model. So black, surging, ignoring cover means you can often get two or three hits, make people make a lot of saves. Uh, but when there's three units of them, it means if anybody goes, kind of counter-attacks you, uh, that's 12 black dice, surging, ignoring cover. It, does, it actually does a lot of damage. Um, I've killed tons and things a few times with them. Um, and then the med bots are obviously for Palp and vader. So the list usually works by going very aggressive. Um, often vaders in melee turn one. In fact, yeah, but Um, Unless they've got a Force user. Um, The reason for that is if I dive early with Vader turn one, and they've got a Force user that can push him into the open and then shoot him. I guess I've got six activations. They often have four or five units left to do that. Um, So if they have a Force user with Force push, I would usually delay for a turn, relying on my medics to keep me alive um, in that first turn, Um, and then dive in the second turn after playing Give Into Your Anger which means their force user has to go first. So when Vader goes in, he can't be force pushed out. And then once he's based with their army, he commits absolute carnage. Um, Typically, Palp then gets in the back of the tank, which gives him a lot further influence range. The tank can then move up, put him into force push range. He can fry people, he can pull the strings on Vader and do all sorts of exciting things while the medics are keeping him healthy.
1: Yeah, I've been at, I've I've been at the forefront of you doing this with Vader causing absolute carnage. I think this was your previous version of the list with double shore, double mortar, Palp, Vader, Gav tank. Uh, yep. we played a game over in Stockport with that last year, and if it wasn't for me having a very lucky son of Skywalker turn and just knocking Palp off the back of the tank, um, Vader would have just cut through everything. Absolutely, it, it wasn't even list. sort of
3: Skywalker. You just you just ran into Val- Palp with Luke and one at him. With seven black dice, that's <laughs> all you did. <laughs> <laughs> you have not you, you, you hadn't played it. You said you didn't know what to do, about Vader carving everybody up. So you just charged Palp and just killed him.
1: <laughs> for, fortune favors the bold. On that, on that though, no. As far it like, I'd, because I've played and seen this list so much, I almost have no questions for you. But um, I imagine people will have questions as they listen into this. But. I think it's a very high I, I presume from actually playing it like having never actually played the list myself, it is quite highly skill capped. Like if you if you go off even a move too early, it's gonna cause you problems.
3: Uh not to talk myself up, but I would agree with that. I think a lot of people could take this list and not do well with it. Um it's very easy to make a mistake and you have to know all the rules very well and the interactions of everything it does. And um, Cockle's talked about gotchas and I don't like to think of it as gotchas. It's just the list does a lot of things. Therefore, um, it's got a lot of tools and therefore people might know what to expect. One of the things that caught people out was the fact that you can double move a, a vehicle and then pull the strings to disembark and the person who disembarks still gets two actions. Um, some people didn't know that. Um, uh, one thing that came up that I'm surprised people didn't know about was a tactic of just uh, moving a vehicle then doing a standby. Um which means that after you get out, the vehicle can then move again, either backwards to pick up Palpatine, forwards to block off somebody, um, do, do a lot there. So standbying vehicles is, is really powerful. Um, another one is when you burst of speed with Palp or Vader, you become speed zero afterwards. When you're speed zero, you cannot be force pushed. So if you dive with those into somebody that's got force push, um, they can't push you back into the open because you're speed zero until next turn. So um, there's lots of rules like that that are, that I guess they're not common rules, um, and they can catch people out if they don't know them. Um, and also it does have a lot of tricks uh, and interactions. Uh, you know, there's things like Palpatine regularly uh, will force push somebody, lightning bolt them, pull the strings on Vader, so then Vader hits them again, and Vader's still based, if they're still alive. Things like that. There's also Pierce is optional. So when Vader is at Pierce is a May, so Vader usually hits somebody and leaves them with one wound left on purpose, possibly not using Pierce to the full, because then he can choke them and move off next turn.
1: There's so many things with this list that you can do, but unless unless you're a veteran player, you're just not going to have any idea what's coming at you. Obviously, I, 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 thought I, was, uh, I thought I was a bit notorious for seal clubbing, but you, sir, you've taken that to a new level.
2: <laughs> I think oh, yeah. I've got, got two <laughs> questions for you there, Dave. The first one, I think, is aimed at, obviously, how many medic charges you've got. How many games did you get all six medic charges off um, in all, yeah, across all the games, really, is the first question.
3: Um, ooh, not many so the medic charges are best used so if I want need to hold back because the situation requires me to hold back a bit then the medics are huge um, if I'm playing more a, a bit in my back lines, particularly with Palpatine so if they've come towards me effectively or if they need to come towards me for the mission I can hold, hold back a bit then the medics are amazing um, if I need to play very aggressive they often get left behind so uh, the gap between Pulp and Vader and the medics is, can often be too big. Um, I can use them to just heal the snows, which I often do. Um, so normally they do get used, but not always on Pulp Vader, depending on the situation. Um, th- what, what is important, though, sometimes is being able to heal three in a turn. So because the problem is, if you only have one or two medics, you take your healing over two rounds, whereas um, like typically, Palp takes a few wounds. Often after he's fried somebody, so I might have two left, and I need to heal him as quickly as possible. So every activation, I'm healing a wound back for the next three activations, typically. Um, and if I'm having to wait, if I only have like one or two, and I'm to wait till the next round to do the next heal, it's not quick enough, and he can get hosed down quite quickly.
2: That makes I sense. sense. I wasn't too, too sure, sure how, how long you ended up using them all. And the other question I think I've got is obviously aimed at the six activation side of it. Now, it's not the be all and end all having 12 activations. And obviously, do you think six activations is really the next kind of meta? Or is it just a good point proven, but it's not something you expect it's going to shift the meta too much?
3: Um, no, I don't think it should be meta. And I guess the whole point I was making is what is the meta? You know people tell you what list you should take or what's good or whatever else. And, you know, and Blizzard force is good. There's no question about it. but there's multiple versions of Blizzard Force, you know so um, and I don't but I don't think uh, people talk about you know if you want to win worlds, then you can eke out a few extra percent chance of doing that with a fully toned meta list. Um, but for playing games, being quote unquote competitive, I don't think it matters. It's it's about the player understanding what you're doing, having a plan, whether you've got six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Uh, six activations is really hard because uh, basically because so many missions are counting. So through something like key positions, um, if I'm playing an eleven activation list, I have to kill at least five activations without losing one to be able to win. Um, which is which have done many times i won key positions three nil three times at lbo so it's uh, you know so it's the list can certainly do it um in terms of six activations as well i saw people trying something similar with gar which is very possible the problem is gar aren't aggressive enough so vader and Palp are incredibly aggressive pieces that are they excel at killing things really fast um People like Anakin Yoda, they don't kill things as quickly, they're not as aggressive. So that list could be done, but I think it would struggle to kill activations quickly enough to be able to catch up. Um so doesn't I mean know. doesn't mean you can't do it. And you know, if you have Yoda Anakin with six, seven activations, it can definitely win games. I think it would be harder than with the Pulp Vader list.
0: so i can chip in on this one i had uh, this is just a little sidetrack i had an experimental game with uh, a six activation uh yoda kenobi no sorry yoda anakin list where the the concept was effectively similar to similar to the Yule one and i thought i'd try it and it was stick anakin in a in a lat with yoda the support and then some good Reliable um, shooting clones. Uh, I'll just quickly run it. I'll just quickly find it. It was... Uh, I have it saved. Here we go. It was Yoda and Kenobi. Uh, sorry, Yoda and Anakin. I keep saying Kenobi because I've played Kenobi so, so often. Yoda with <coughs> reflexes, push speed, improvised orders. Uh, Anakin with push flexes into the fray and tenacity. Two phase one troopers with um, a medic each and a DC-15. Uh, one phase one. No, it wasn't that one. I played phase twos. Oh, basically, it was a load of phase, decent phase twos and, and phase ones with weapons, and it was six activations and a lat with, um, the blast gun, which is the bunker buster, I think. Yeah, I can't remember. The one that has scatter, uh, a comms jammer, which I kept forgetting to use, and the, and clone commander fox for the idea, for the purpose of just getting a here, here's a dodge or here's remove suppression, that sort of thing. Um, I, it, it you're right. Anakin is not as as uh, aggressive as Vader or Palpatine. He is more, the more and more of have you begin to use him, I find him more as a defensive piece. Uh, some people in across the pond would say the word linebacker. Uh, we, I'd say, he's more of a central defensive midfielder.
3: Uh,
0: it's Claude Makélélé.
3: It's clearly Claude Makélélé. <laughs> there you go.
0: I love that you said that when I'm wearing the, the, the former club, the former sh- uh, shirt of the, his former club. But yeah, he's he's the Claude McAleley. Because anything comes at him, he could then go, see you later. Uh, and and, and but at them. So I'm going to experiment and try and see if I can put Kenobi in there. Uh, because Kenobi is, even though he has Guardian and all this jazz, his command cards can make him, super, make him really good in an aggressive situation. You play his one pip when he's in the middle of everyone and it's just like oh i'll have all of your i'll have all the green tokens please and then you get the the dream standby on him and then he gets to do lots of different things all this sort of stuff is quite clever but um the other concept i'm going to try with is a double wookie into two lats as well to just run fly them straight up jump them out and then go at, at things and see what happens it's just a bit of fun but you raise a really interesting point is if you meta and competitive and playing for fun. You that list and what I think made everyone go yes about was that everyone went, you've not played a meta list. You're playing a list that clear is what is unique that well, unique to yourself. I I hadn't said but these two the other guys had seen it. And that's what made it awesome because it made everyone go, There's hope I could do that with mine. Because I know plenty of other people, Andy and Ollie you'll 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 go agree with me here. People like as Matt Haslam loves to run off-meta lists that are unique, unique, but look really cool, but they're probably not in the most competitive sense. But it's one of those things that, over time, and if piloted with practice, could be one of the the, the beaters. Yeah,
2: yeah, I think I as, mean, you, said, as you said, piloting is definitely, is definitely making, making up, up um, like ninety percent of probably Dave's list. I think you've been playing it on and off for three, four years yes, the past mechanic has come out, but I don't think that's really helped your list. Because as you say, you want to go early with Vader, you want to go early with Palp. And then the rest of your turn is, you, I don't know, from the, well, from the one game I sat and watched in the living room and the wife and the son were also cheering you on um, on the stream. Um, it was like watching football, but <laughs> watching Legion. <laughs> um, but it was great fun doing it. Um but yeah, I don't see. I didn't see at any point during that like the way that game played out using like the new pass mechanics and things like that. I'm sure you, I'm sure did, you did over did. the five games, um, but I don't I know. know. How yeah, I I, I, I
3: passed the first activation of turn one every every game, and probably didn't do any more after that. Or maybe like um, sometimes after I. would Done everything I wanted to do. So I was four or five activations in. I just had a unit of random snows left. I go, yeah, I'll pass before I do something with them. But yeah, so after over the, it, virtually no impact on the list. The pass mechanic.
2: Yeah, that's that's the impression. I mean, so I've not played at a tournament since. The, actually, that's a lie. I have my own tournament, but on the same kind of scale. Do you like? the line of sight rules and silhouettes, how did they play at such a large tournament? What was the consensus from you and other players that you played with?
3: Yeah, my list in particular wasn't as affected by line of sight because it uses lightsabers to hit people in the face and force push to put people into the open when I am shooting with lightning bolts. So um my list wasn't a good example. In general it's and as I expected, it's it's um, it's harder to get out of line of sight because the way silhouettes work, it's easier to get cover. In fact, most shots have cover all the time. Um, there is there is ways around it, um, um, but yeah, it, it, it often and things like blast, sharpshooter two, sharpshooter one got a bit better because it's so easy for people to get cover now. Um, And that's just, you know, that's just a thing. Um, What about climbing? Climbing... um, Climbing's an interesting one. And same with the cover, actually. I think people's terrain sets need to change, because people have developed terrain that makes good, suitable games for the old rules. Um, The new rules lend itself to much more of a three-dimensional game, which I think is really cool and interesting. Um, But people's terrain is still very much 2D. So it did have... Some impact, but not a lot, if I'm honest. Um, also, the terrain at LVO generally was lighter than I would have expected, if I'm honest. Um, often, it was also not that it was uh, there wasn't enough terrain. There just weren't that many line of sight blockers, and certainly not near the middle. So often, the line of sight blockers were kind of around the edge of the board rather than the middle. Um, I went through that with one of one of the TOs on this uh, I think it was the start or the middle of the second day at lunchtime or something we um, just adjusting terrain because, and you didn't need more terrain on the board. You just needed it placed better because often it was too close to the edges, so that the middle was just this circle where everybody had heavy cover, but nobody could hide.
0: Andy is the uh, terrain placing expert amongst us, uh, having been being the veteran TO that he is.
2: I mean, I don't. Think I'm flawless, though. Um, I still look at tables, and even when I put mine out, I was playing the other night. And I was like, "Oh, that's awful!" Um, I like while I was playing it. So, I mean, everyone can adjust, and sometimes it doesn't. It's not as obvious until you're playing it. And uh, I know LJ was the judge, but I don't know how, if he did the terrain. I think it was Griffin, wasn't it? Oh, um, uh, to be
3: honest, there was, there was seventy-five tables. I think it was a group effort. Yeah, um, yeah that's um, it. You've, you've
2: got, got seventy-five tables. tables. You're going to have some that are going to be spot on and perfect. Some that are probably at the other end of the spectrum, and so and probably the large majority are going to be sat in the middle. And I'll it'd be the same when I'm doing like MKGT. Like there be some. I, I got one wrong last year. Actually, it wasn't until day two they spotted it. Um, so it was um the key position was all like a a rock that was in the middle, and you could put units and stuff on it, and you could climb but the dead centre of the point, and obviously what probably happened is that the the rock had been nudged over the two days, ended up being a point where the box could sit perfectly fine, or a single model, but nothing could then base the box to be able to pick it up. (laughs) And unfortunately, they didn't realise that and call me over until they were three turns into the game, and I was like, look, I can't change the game state now to make it so someone can pick that box up. If you called me over at term one, then obviously I can adjust and put the box on the floor. But three, four turns into the game, at that point, it's just a, you, you just got to accept that there's only four boxes you can score. So yeah, and no, I think terrain. You can the more tables you have, the harder it gets to perfect to be perfect. Um, but here and there, a little bit lighter, I guess. As you get more tables, you got to spread it out more as well. <laughs> so.
0: so moving on from rules, pitfalls, and things like that, or or bonuses. Um, two final questions for you Dave one is what's your command hand and your battle deck please and secondly can you give us your highlights and some awesome moments that make you go I loved that game and here's the reason why or I loved this opponent and here's why that sort of thing so any shout outs you wish to give and or your, and then, and your command deck and, and
3: battle deck please sure uh, the command hand is uh, implacable now you'll die um, give in to your anger and um, new ways to motivate them. Uh, new ways to motivate them on Palp is hilarious. Uh, Palp getting three actions is fun. Um, and Vader's two three pips. Uh, Darkness descends and a Master of Evil. Um, so, yeah. Um, um, played, um, played. Battle deck. I don't know. I never play blue. Uh, I'll be, I... I, I <laughs> um, I never, I was read every time. It, it's basically ones where you're not counting and limited viz and things like that. So anything where I start close, it forces a fight in the middle. So like recover, intercept, hostage, and key positions, I think. Um, just kind of anything where it involves a brawl in the middle is what I want. Um, one of my favourite games, um, all, all good games, but I actually played six Empire at LVO, um, but all quite two were Blizzard Force and the rest all quite different lists. So apart from the two Blizzard Forces that were basically identical because they would copied each other. Or Evan had copied Kyle, I'm not sure what, exactly how that worked. Um, but yeah, so so um, there's obviously the one on stream was, was good against Iden. Um, the third game was against Evan Paul, who's um, one of the blog writers on Fifth Trooper. Um, he was running Blizzard Force, and I purposely went for Bombing Run because I had a plan to beat it. And it worked perfectly, and I beat Blizzard Force on Bombing Run with my six-axe, which I was very proud about that my plan worked. Um, It works partly because they don't see it coming, and it basically involves um, turn two, Vader plays Implacable, the tank moves as close as he can to his bike, so you have the bombs, Palp gets him out, and then he bursts with Speeds with Implacable, kills a bike, nicks his bomb, and blows it up um is, is the general gist of how, how how i win that one um it worked perfectly and then um game five unfortunately for the last half hour of that game kyle was stood next to Evan watching the game and then i played Kyle the next day and i wanted to do bombing run again and i felt is if he knows what's coming he can he can play around it but he's a good enough player to play around it and then if i can't catch the bikes i'm just dead Maybe I should have done, but I went for hostage instead and um, lost. Um, that was a, that was a really good game. Um, I, guess I made a couple of mistakes, not big mistakes, just little things that I knew I should have done better. Um, and Kyle played very well. Um, it came down to uh, basically Vader had his hostage and he had four snows running away from my tank with a hostage, and um, uh, uh, you know it, it was close, but I, I lost that one in the end. Interesting. The, the, in five events, I think, the only two games I've lost are against Blizzard Force Hostage. So, it's interesting. Um, oh, hard game. Um, basically, th- one of the things the list doesn't like is vehicles, because it relies on burying the characters in melee. And if I've got to kill vehicles, I end- it's very easy to end up a little bit in the open and just get shot to pieces. So the survivability of Palp Vader relies on them... Um, Either being a bit away in a tank with medics behind them, or buried in melee, and uh, that's kind of the, the two choices for staying alive. Um, and when, I, when there's a lot of vehicles, it's very hard to do that. Um, but yeah, um, so yeah, that was that was. Uh, other than that, the gen- generally it went well. I mean, a few of the games, the game was over incredibly quickly. Um, as Andy said, if, if you're not a really good player, uh, it just runs you over. And that... I'm, I'm,
1: oh God, Ollie! As I say, um, I imagine you're really happy you didn't have to play Evan when he was running his Mad Max list. Then, because that I, that I imagine might have caused some problems.
2: That's uh, Evan Bullrus not Evan Paul. Just uh, yeah. Oh, you know,
1: you know what? Got, two, 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 two Evans. On, two, two, Evans on the fifth That was their fault. Just, <laughs> just, just be glad you weren't playing Evan Bullrus, is there yeah <laughs> <laughs> The The Mad
0: Max Max one. one.
3: No, I wouldn't have minded that one because that's that's a vehicle list that comes towards you. I can cope with that quite easily. (laughs) It's vehicles that stand at the other end of the board and fly around and basically speeder bikes. Uh, (laughs) Just a pain in the arse. So the question is, will this
0: list be re-repeated, re-revealed? Adepticon, I don't know what the word I was trying to think of the correct word there Would it be played again Adepticon at the end of March at the Worlds or are you not attending? I have a feeling you are
3: I am attending Worlds Um, I haven't fully decided on a list but um, I'm I'm currently very likely to take 6 activations to Worlds of some variety Um it won't be exactly the same though because I need a few more tricks um, that people haven't seen yet. Um, so we will see. Yeah, if I, if yeah, there's a few list moment One, I'm also thinking about operative Luke and buses and dishes and that kind of thing. And um, Iden double bounties also quite nice, but um, it'll probably be six activations to be honest. Uh, and uh, it's got it's still got a few tricks left and. Uh, yeah, we'll see. How we, we'll see, how, but we'll see. I'm, I'm debating uh, double dark Trooper Vader as well as six activations, <laughs> but probably not. It's not, really, it's not really.
0: It's not really six, is it? It's more. It's more eight. That is,
3: isn't it. <laughs> it's. It's still. It's still got to kill five units without losing one <laughs> to get parity.
0: <laughs> so that's that's Dave. Everybody, we give Dave a little round of applause. Well done. Um, Congratulations on doing very well with LVO with that one. Now I have a little quick uh, final question for you. Um, how many of the memes have you seen? And how many of them did you actually go, oh, my God, that's brilliant, and tagged onto that? How many of them did your daughter go, oh, no, Dad, that's awful. How have you got that many memes? Because I imagine having a teenage daughter who then goes and sees all of her dad as a million memes... That must be uh, an
3: interesting experience. Um, I don't think my daughter cared too much about the memes, but she plays Legion and she plays Pulp Vader in a tank. So, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, we, we turned up just before LVO. We went to Element Games to get a few games in with the new rules. We both turned up with Pulp Vader in a tank and ruined people's lives. So it was, that was quite fun. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I've, I've seen like five, six memes, maybe. I don't know how many there were, but I've, I've seen five or six. I think they're pretty it was pretty weird, to be honest. I've, I've told people at work and uh, other people that I know that I'm a meme. And they have no idea what it's about, but they all think it's pretty awesome that people are making memes about me. So, um, yeah, that's quite, it was quite cool in a way. Uh, very surreal. Um, but, yeah, there you go.
0: So the fact that you and your daughter play it just makes me go. Always two there are, um,
3: yeah, which makes me, me like to Star Wars. Exactly, a master and an apprentice. <laughs> so
0: that was Dave, and Dave's list is awesome. And Dave, as you can tell, loves his list. Very good pilot of it, and that sort of thing. If you have any questions about um, that, will have been answered in the show please feel free to comment on the facebook um link and um, description that we will post I mean that's the show you can answer there. I'm sure Dave will be happy to answer any questions he may or may not have if he chooses to do so um I'm sure he will because he's a nice bloke like that but anyway he is,
1: but but he is also a celebrity, so oh yeah, yeah. well I mean
0: oh, oh that's why I've had to start the Patreon you see because you had to pay him his a celebrity fee for coming on the show <laughs> too right <laughs> so moving on. Um, moving on, so uh, we've done so what day there, Asajj Ventress, a new character, a new character has been dropped and revealed. We knew she was coming, uh, but we didn't know what her uh, stats and commands and command hand, command cards would be, and all this jazz. And that was spoiled uh, yesterday, which is a Monday, and today's Tuesday. Of recording, so uh, we're gonna have a little quick chat about her, um, Asajj Ventress. For those of you who don't, maybe not have not watched, excuse me, maybe not watched the Clone Wars cartoon slash animated series you should have she done. Is. Is. well you should have done is the first thing uh but she is effectively um dooku's apprentice because he is palpatine's apprentice and the fact that i've just said always two there are is clearly false because disney will just insert characters because it's a it, they, they get the money for toys which well, she, she, um, she, she was never technically a sith though was she well, she's what is she she's a Death black. What's it, what they called? Well, no, but it's, it, wait, wait, it's, it's not even, even that. It's,
1: it's, it's not even that. She just wasn't granted Sith ranking, so there was only ever two actual Sith.
0: Yes, like, oh, and yeah. she
1: and she would and if Dooku or Palp had died during that time, she would have become a Sith. So I think the rule of two still stays in effect. It's just a little bit different in this instance.
0: I yes, that makes sense. So I'm going to read her card and we'll react off the card, and then and then we'll do a command card each. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Right, Asajj Ventress is an operative for the CIS faction, for basically for the droids. She is, at the moment, 150 points. Her keywords are jump to, deflect, independent dodge, which I quite like, and reasons will become obvious shortly, indomitable, meaning she rolls red dice for rallying, she is immune to pierce, which makes total sense because she's a force user. She has a new mastery, which is new, which is called Jarkai Mastery. While performing a melee attack, you may spend any number of dodge tokens for each dodge token spent. Improve one attack die result. Now, improve one attack die result is quite vague and ambiguous. Uh, Andy, you can clarify for me. Does that mean you can it's... turn a blank into a crit? Yeah, or does it no, literally go no. up one step?
2: It's one step, the same as marksman. Same wording, so Lovely. Blank to hit, hit crit. Uh,
1: it's just I don't it's, have it's, it's, that has it's, it's just it's just the reverse of Marksman, isn't it? That's
0: that's it. Yeah. There you go. Uh, and then she has relentless, so she attacks after moves. Um, her she has one weapon or two weapons technically because she has two lightsabers, uh, but they're rolled into one, which is eight black dice, uh, which is pretty good. She has five health. She obviously rolls red defense dice, and she has two courage. And in her slots, she has room for two Force powers and two training slots. So I feel like her Force powers would probably be something along the lines of Sabre Throw. Uh, and maybe Force Choke or something like that for fun. Because she's a, force she's Push! She's bad. Go on, Dave. You were going to say something?
3: Sorry. Force Push. Always Force Push. Oh yeah, oh, yeah obviously. obviously. But it
0: was just like that and or something else probably. Well, I mean, um, well, I mean, it,
1: I mean, it was it was that obvious. You didn't you didn't mention it?
0: Yeah, I didn't. I didn't need to mention it. It's just like it's obvious Force Push is going there, so it could be that. For it be like so Force Push plus, like,
3: like Saber or, something, or something, else.
0: something
3: else. I think I think a very interesting thing is what's missing, and that's Master of the Force, which is which is any Commander loop player will tell you that's huge. Um. So yeah, so you got to be. A lot of Force abilities are, are re- recover from Master of the Force, so that's that be uh, interesting for her play.
0: Which leads nicely onto her command cards. Now, uh, Dave, you. Oh, well, I'll tell you what. I'll let you get a chance to get the command cards up first. Uh, um, but, but Andy, and- I'm going to let you do one. But I'm, gonna let, I'm specifically giving you this one because you're a Dooku player. So could you do the Pip Two? The Sith will rule. Dooku card that comes in Asajj Ventress's pack, please.
2: Yeah, so another cunning card because it's Dooku using it, and he has cunning. Um, This counts as a two pip when building your command hand, and Count Dooku it only issues an order to Count Dooku, and when Count Dooku gains an aim token and a dodge token when issued the order. Now the interesting part is after Count Dooku activates. If Asajj Ventress does not have a face down order token, she activates. After she activates, if she has a face up order token, you flip it face down, and if she doesn't have an order token, assign her a face down order token. It's a very wordy way of saying you get to go with two units, that both force users, with both lightsabers, before your opponent gets to react back. So if you want to hit a force user, like a Luke or something, who's managed to make it to your lines, with Dooku and Asarge before Luke does anything, this is the card to do it with.
3: Yeah, you can also, so- um, because you don't assign her or an order, you can do that at any range across the battlefield. So if they're opposite ends of the table, you can still do one and the other.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that alone is bar me, so you can attack as a like a pincer movement of two force users, and then suddenly, yep, I get to go with both of these and I've now controlling both these objectives.
1: Just, 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 just one as well. Um, if you are ever diving in towards Sarge and um, Dooku with operative with with operative Luke or Commander Luke, always make sure you pack "I am a Jedi" in your command hand, because <laughs> because this that is the exact card to play. Against this, uh, it's 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 the best card that you can counter it with. Um, so in any rebel in any rebel list that you are taking Luke, and I know a lot of people don't rate I am a Jedi, but it has dug me out of trouble more times than I can count. It's it's honestly such an outrageous card, and when things like the crazy things like this are happening and cards are being printed, if you are going to run Luke, it's it's a, it's certainly a worthwhile take.
3: It makes Pulp Vader very sad.
1: <laughs> I absolutely bet it does,
0: mate.
2: That's the counter to the six activation list. There, just take a, a, a Luke; it doesn't matter which, and play that card for one turn.
0: Now, moving on from that, Ollie, I'd like you to do the the uh, the three pip, which is one that <coughs> might initially confuse people because of the way it's written and all this jazz. So we'll be doing some clarification. I'm sure it is called "Yes, My Master."
1: Hey, so this is an Asajj Ventress cart uh, It issues an order to no units. Uh, which does work quite well with Sarge due to her independent dodge. Uh, And it's split into two, so you have to choose one of these options. Uh, So option one is Divulge, Deploy Unit Step, Permanent. Assarge Ventress gains bounty and reinforcements. For those of you who don't know, uh, bounty is you name an enemy character at the start of the game, uh, and then you have to go after and kill that character. Uh, If you have multiple bounty hunters, you can target the same character with both, but... um, That's it for Bounty. And Reinforcements, I believe, means she is deployed last. Um, So that means that you can be reacting to wherever your opponent puts the character that you're looking to bounty. Uh, In the second half of the card, it's another Divulge. Deploy Unit, Step, and Permanent. Asajj Ventress gains Demoralize 1, Makashi Mastery, and Outmaneuver. Uh, Demoralize 1, I believe, means that a unit within range 1 of her at the start of her activation gains a Suppression token. Uh, Makashi Mastery is exactly what Dooku has in that she can reduce her Pierce uh, to ignore Immune Pierce, uh, and Outmaneuver means that she can spend dodge, Dodges on Crits. So this no. is this is uh, have I said something wrong?
2: Yeah, <laughs> demoralizes range one to two. Uh, one to two. Um, cool. and And also the key thing to also remember of Makashi Mastery is you can also cancel Impervious. It's not on the card, but it is in the rule book, and it's always one people forget. But carry on. <laughs>
1: Oh, no, no, th- th- thank you. I do not use Demoralize or Makashi Master.
3: <laughs> so, so am I, am I right? Because I, I was one hundred percent Because see, you must divulge it, and it stays in play. Effectively, you never play it as a command card, but effectively you get more keywords at the cost of losing a, com- a command card. So you have to play Standing Orders at some point. Is that right? Well, well uh,
1: no. I think you have to play it as your first command card, right? No, right.
3: Because, it because it doesn't, doesn't spe- specify. It. It. It's,
2: it's like they like said. It's um. Played it, right. you you divulge it, but then you never get to use it as a command card. So you're basically down to five command cards um, because you've divulged it. It's 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 really because it's bad wording in that sense because it says you must divulge it and it stays in play because in the rule book entry for divulge it says unless this card specifies this card goes to your hand. So, for instance, the Divulge for Cad Bane says that you have to play it turn one. Maul says you've the card, so you don't get to use it. So you've got three different types of Divulges. You Divulge like the Super Tactical Droid and you get the benefit of it and then it goes back to your hand and you can play it as a command card. You've got Divulge like hers now, where it's just a, you Divulge it, it's a permanent effect that stays forever but you don't get to use it as a command card. And then you've got Cad Bane's one and uh faders and Padme's, where you divulge it and it has to be your first command card
1: I'm just waiting until
0: we get a divulge rebel card (laughs) so I think we're forgetting the fact on here something so option two I feel like is probably the one that everyone's going to go for because you divulge you get permanent demoralize which is pretty handy I mean because it's free demoralize is a free action am I right yeah, it's free. yeah. Cause yeah it's in, oh, start. it's the opposite. It's the opposite to inspire. Of course, it is. Yeah. Um, start of the activation. So, start the activation. So one unit gets a suppression, which is pretty pretty nifty. Makashi mastery, having her having on Makashi mastery, and Jarkai Jarkai mastery at the same time. That's mental. Sorry, that's mental. Eight black dice. I'm spending a lot of dodges all at once. And if you pair it up with another command card, that's coming out a bit. In, in a bit. You're going to be upgrading the dice, and you're going to be going. Oh, by the way, no pierce for you. I'm going to have one pierce. I'm going to have pierce one, but you're not having immune pierce. That's going to be mental.
3: I think to me the trick here is to wait because because you're not deciding before the game, so you can see what you're playing. If you're playing a gun line with a generic commander, I would always choose bounty. Um, if you're playing things with impervious things with immune pierce, um, then then definitely the second one. Um, if if you're playing both, a bit of both, then obviously whichever the situation you think if it's something like key positions, you might want to go bounty because bounty is huge in key positions.
1: But would you not rather would you not rather have because she's slightly lower wounded than most force users? Would you not rather take out maneuver on her when she has independent dodge and um, as I'm sure a few command cards will tell us um, ways of boosting her dodge allowance? Um, it just keeps her alive a lot longer. I'd rather. Have a force user that can go in and force push somebody off a key position, um, and then potentially kill. You know, I don't see her failing to kill any units that are running in there. Um, you know, she can finish off pretty much any core squad that she wants to. Um, she'd be pretty good at character killing, to be honest, with ps two uh, and eight black dice. So um, I don't see I don't see any time where. That, I mean, don't go, that, that there are going to be missions, and there are going to be situations when when that is better. But um, in term, in my head, it's kind of a. Ninety ten in favor of always taking option two
0: option two would be mine i've also just what if you wanted to, the the wonderful thing about the droid medic is that the droid medic can repair can sorry repair can heal two uh so it's repair it do, does it once but take can hit re- recover two wounds so if you you can put some and they're only eight points a medic bot. that is, that is no. the, well, it, you you
3: can heal twice, but it's once per excuse, time. Excuse four, me, four, four, 14.
0: 14. 14. My bad,
2: bad I misread. misread. As Dave's pointed out, it's it's heal once per round, but twice max.
3: It's the same as all medics apart from clones, because clones are crap. Yeah, that
0: sucks. Poor clones. That would just make makes no sense for them to be one point more and can't heal. But I think it's because they are a combatant compared to the droid medic, which isn't.
1: I think his point still stands about the clones, though.
2: you muted.
0: Probably not wrong, is what I said then, but there we go. Um, Dave, if you would be kind enough to read out Asajj's 2-Pip, please.
3: Okay. I think the, the most important part of that is the first part. So 2-Pip uh, orders Asajj Ventress. When Asajj Ventress begins her activation, she recovers. Because she doesn't have Master of the Force, that's huge. Also having two Suppression, two Courage. that That's just a great card for her, just for the Recover. Um, and it's when she activates, so she's built up Suppression before she goes. She can get rid of it all. Um, and as we'll see, this is probably a great card to play after her 1-pip, which will become apparent once you read that one. <laughs> um, but then um, at the end of her activation, she also gets to do an attack. Um, it's an attack. It's melee or range 1, 1 dice, Suppressive Spray, Surge, Crit. So this is quite good. It's like a flamethrower type thing where she gets to kill um, a big unit, um, which is fine. I don't, I don't think that's particularly great on her. It's okay. Um, if she's not in melee, she's probably dead. Um, and if she's in melee, you probably don't want to kill the unit you're with. <laughs> so um, it, it's, I think it's okay. Uh, and in some situations, quite useful, but generally not great. But the first part of the card is huge—the fact that she recovers at the start of her activation.
0: The scenario I envisage for this one is she's not quite. Someone plays her; she, they move her up, and then she's not quite in range to get into melee in in, in a double move, and she doesn't have charge. So maybe they just go, that she go they or in the first, as soon as she activates, the next or following turn, she does that attack and then runs into melee with. Um, so she's protected, not going to get shot. Get
3: it's the end of her activation that she does the attack. And honestly, if if she's moved up and she's not in melee, she's probably dead. Unless unless you unless you do this as a last first, you're the last action to go. You run and shoot things, then you play your one pip and then go and charge somebody or something like that. Um, as I said, most of the time the attack's not going to be great, uh, but the recover is really good on it. I think it's
2: uh, as you said, the, the reason you're playing this is for the free recover for get both force powers back. Um, I think the thing that's missing from this card to make it like amazing is versatile. Um, like Dooku's one pip is amazing because it's got versatile, um, but with her being, as you say, stuck in melee, if I've swung at someone with eight black dice and it's not dead and I wanted it dead. I'm probably attacking a single unit model or there might only be one model left so that spray is it's one black dice <laughs> um, yeah I think you're playing this for the recover but the attack at the end is a may so if you don't want to kill the unit you're in combat with then you don't have to use it and you you've just got a free recover off of her
3: it it could be useful, for example, if she dives into a droid army, she hits one unit of B1s, kills, and then pushes another unit into melee with her and kills most of the unit, but not all of them. Um, that type of things, yeah, quite fun uh, that she can do. As I said, so th- these situations where it is good, but um, the recovers always gold on it.
0: Which leads nicely on to the Pip One. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry, I've got a bit of a cough this week. It says. <clears throat> The Jedi Shall Fall, Pip 1. Sarge Ventress gains Jedi Hunter, which means that uh, when fighting a Force user, she gains crit, uh, Surge Crit. While a Sarge Ventress performs an attack, during the Roll Attack Dice step, before rolling dice, she may gain up to 4 suppression tokens. May, being the word in there, just in case, and it's up to. She gains 1 dodge token for each suppression token gained in this way. So. The scenario is she's in melee she played this card just before you roll your dice you take four suppression gain four dodges or up to any number of roll all your dice you roll eight dice of which four hit and then four surge uh let's say you're not fighting a jedi the force user you can spend your four dodges to turn them all into hits uh, if you're fighting a Jedi, all those surges turn into crits, and then you can spend the dodges on the other four into crits, and that's and just mental.
3: Or if you're fighting a tank, you can turn them all into crit, everything into crits, and just get six crits in Pierce 2 with impact we, as well. Yeah, so you so you got impacts two, and then you you convert four hits into crits, so you'll, you'll you can easily get six crits at pierce 2 with it. Yeah.
0: So, uh, yeah, that's a pretty good card. Um, and as you said, you, you you play your pip one, you, you play your pip two afterwards, obviously because of the recover, Dave quite rightly said. Unless you're a mentalist and you want to sit there and say, no, nah, I quite like my character being suppressed. It's fine. I'll take the extra cover.
2: Well, you say that, but she is indomitable. So you remove one of them suppression at the end of the round. So she's down to free suppression now. And then on the start of your next turn, you've got, you roll in three red dice, any paint gets rid of suppression. So you're only looking at two saves on three ups.
0: Just going to put it out there, red dice and saves are not a guarantee based on no. the game I played
2: at the week. <laughs> at the week. <laughs> it's, it's not, but it's a pretty safe bet. Like, I mean, if I was in Vegas, I'd bet on it.
3: But it's, it is, <laughs> it's quite a nice one-two combo where you can dive in with this one, um, whether you're using Jedi Hunter or just all the dice or whatever it is, you're just doing a massive attack you you use your force push, force choke, whatever you've got, then you recover everything then you play your two pip card, recover it all, hit things again. You've got push and choke active again, so it's a really good like a one two combo over two rounds. Um, when she dives in, it's it's it makes her really strong.
0: The only um, drawback I can see, I mean, drawback is not a word, but the only sort of pitfall would be that you can you'll be able to see that card coming then you'll be able to go, oh, she's probably he or she will probably play the pit two straight after the pit one, probably. I mean,
3: not guaranteed, but it's like, oh, they're probably going to do that, and then they're probably going to do that. That's the end of Yeah, but, but
0: yeah, then it sometimes ends.
3: seeing it coming doesn't help you when it's a freight train and you're still on the tracks. I love <laughs>
0: that analogy, oh, 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 that's brilliant.
1: Also, if if Asaj is carrying a box... Um, say she say it's uh, recover the uh, is it say it's um, re- recover the supplies. I never play it. Is that what it's called. Yeah. yeah. Um, if she decides to take four dodges, she then becomes panicked and therefore
3: drops the box where she is. No. Um, be- no. Go on, no you're so, so so dropping the box is in the rally step only. So she's not counted as scoring the box. So if she does it on round six, then yes, she's not scoring, and that's a problem. And, and you're an idiot. Um, but as long as it's not the scoring round, um, you, you don't count as scoring it while you're panicked. Um, but then, then the next rally step, as long as she's not panicked after the next rally step, then she's still holding it because you you hey, only so, physically so, drop it on the on the rally step. So
1: for things wow. so so for things like intercept the transmissions, if it's turns two or four and she does this,
3: she'll be then yes, classed as non-scoring. Scoring. Then she wouldn't be scoring, yeah. But. Uh.
2: So I haven't actually double-checked this, because I haven't had it come up yet, and I probably should. But if you have 4 Suppression at the end of the round, is the scoring done before the Suppression is removed, or do you remove Suppression, then score the round?
3: I I have no idea. I can't remember it should probably check. Although, of course, if you've taken Asajj, you might be taking Dooku, in which case it's 6 Suppression anyway. <laughs> but we that should, we, probably, should we should probably take the timing of that rules before we go to Worlds to make sure we've got it right.
0: So, um that's Asage. Uh has anyone come up with any list concepts uh, that might you try out with her and all this jazz? I mean I obviously played it last night. Oh have you? oh did you now?
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: What'd you I was, do? I... do? Sticking in Kenobi as a pretend Asage.
2: Uh, so I'd ta- I'd um take an impact um my dark trooper list I was, i've been practicing a bit with double dark trooper gideon so i've been using b2s to proxy and callus as gideon and the rest of it obviously is all empire so i had no droids with me uh, and I, I won my first game and then uh jack was like yeah just go on put her on the table build a build a list and i was like i've already got a list on the go i built it earlier when she came out because i was waiting for him to turn up uh and i didn't roll any attack dice of her but Jack conceded on turn three. Because... <laughs> so, I double moved on turn one and two with both Dooku and Asajj, and then, at start of turn two, went with both of them first and behind a TIE fighter. He did a fire support shot into Asajj, got uh, six hits, but I'd spent the dodge, saved and took a couple of wounds. But while she was hit behind the TIE fighter, I healed her back up, and then start of turn three... Um, I basically popped out with Burst of Speed on Dooku. Did the free pip to bring the unit closer, but the unit I brought closer, I actually pushed past Dooku. So then I went with Asajj. She force-pushed a second unit into combat with Dooku, because that unit had already been. And then she was in combat with the unit that had already been that Dooku had do- uh, uh, lightning to move forward. So on turn three, near the key position, both of them were in Engaged in melee with units that had already been, and he couldn't do anything about it. And was about to play, was playing key positions, so it was, it was just like I can't kill them because he, he was playing a, a gun line with a teaser, like a generic clone commander and an ISP. Um, but I didn't actually get to roll any dice. But the combo of having two force users and not being able to focus just one, um, which I guess is the same as with Dave's uh, Palp and Vader. Like you've got two really nasty targets. And if you can't focus one, then you've got the other one battering at your door. So, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it for a single outing. But it was just six B1s with snipers um, and Dooku and Asajj. Uh, had a, I had a T series
3: in that one. You can now do f- uh, four characters all with lightsabers with uh, Dooku, Grievous, Maul and Asajj in the same list and three B1s. You don't get many upgrades. I think you got 30 points of upgrades in total. But yeah, it's absolute nonsense.
0: <laughs> yeah, but what command hand do you put with that? Yeah. Okay. You
3: don't <laughs> really with just, just
1: just shuffle it just shuffle the cards together and lucky dip it every day. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: I I think that's too much, but I think three working together could be quite good. And it's often the case when you're doing character heavy lists, you've got to really consider what command cards work well together. So, for example, Boss works really well with Vader because Vader's two pips are his weakest and Boss's two pips is best. Things like that. So you've always got to think how the command cards are gelling together with the characters you're choosing.
2: Yeah, I did find that with having to think about the command hand structure because obviously you've got two cards competing for that two pip spot um, with obviously that new three pip card replacing either her recover or Dooku's send stuff back into the bag. Um, I think a bit of play testing between it all of, of, to rule it out which one's the best, but I think I've already made my decision. I, I don't like the recover card. But that's a, I think that's a personal play preference. <coughs> Sorry.
3: You, you did, can did just you recover as an action. Once preference. you have buried. you can just recover attack for a similar effect. Um, it's when you want needing to recover double move
0: Ollie, say again, because you were saying something, but we misheard what you said. Surely
1: it's the surely it's the wrong play preference. You know, if, if Dave says it, it has to be true.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I think when you're comparing the, so I think the new free pip for Dooku as a two pip slot is a guarantee. Like that is a ridiculous card if it comes off. Like there be times where you don't really care about the ability of it, and there be times where that's going to win you a game, but. The 2-pip from her, I think, will have less impact on the game versus Dooku's normal 2-pip where you can send orders back into the pool like Son of Skywalker like, um, or Implacable. It's like, well, yep, that's in the bag now before you even go your first time. And my bag will consist of Dooku and Asajj. And whichever one comes out first gets to hit you. And I'm probably going to get to hit you twice because you've got your commander stuck in a bag with your 10 other activations. Or in Dave's case, only five. But yeah, I don't know. Like say, I've got to play test it, and I'll see how much I I need a recover and a spray card. But at the moment, my instinct is not.
3: And I've got, of course, uh, I say one this again two for oh, oh, the um... blue players. Sorry, here you go. Interrupted.
1: This guy, outrageous! I say it again to you, Luke players out there. I am a Jedi. Take it. Take it, Take it with you. Take it everywhere. With the amount with the amount of double force users, we're probably going to start seeing. It's honestly given me a breath of hope in life for the rebels again, because I genuinely think that Opluke has just gotten better, even with the even with the points increases from the, from the few things that he took on him.
0: Remind remind everyone what I am a Jedi does just for those <coughs> you might not know.
1: Cool. So I am a Jedi. I'm just going to quickly get it up so that I can read you the exactees. So bear with me just a second. Uh, the Essentials of it is that it's a three pip. Uh, It only issues an order to Luke himself. Oh, come on. Load for me. Oh, now I'm on the wrong thing. Bear with me a second. Need to add in Star Wars Legion whenever I'm searching for things. Otherwise, we end up doing this and just waffling for about 20 minutes. Right, there we go. So, Luke Skywalker gains Surge to Defense. Now, this is huge um, because it means that you can have dodges on him and always be searching to defence. He cannot perform attacks, uh, but the payoff from this is super good. It reads, when he has issued an order, he may choose up to two enemy trooper units at range 1. Those units cannot perform attacks. Now, this is perfect for when you've dived with Luke the previous turn on a Son of Skywalker with a burst of speed right into their lines, and then all you do is, I am a Jedi, the two most dangerous units. I've done it to double Magnus. Uh, I've done it to uh, Chewie and Yoda when I was playing at Johannes up at UK Games Expo. um, And I've done it to multiple Siths. And it just keeps Luke alive. Because all you do is you you hold his activation, he's already engaged with somebody, uh, and then you can just force push your way back in to whoever you need to, because people can only disengage from you at that point.
3: So, so good.
0: Thank you for that reminder. Now, Dave, you were going to say something.
3: I can't remember what it was. (laughs) Oh no it was, I mean, it was it was it was, it was cut, other cut. than other than uh yeah that was it it was other than uh, unless luke does that to you um when you've got the one two punch from Dooku asage they've both got makashi mastery so that's very very that's you know five red eight black ignoring with pierce two effectively so it's just hitting a hitting a jedi that now cannot surge in melee so um yeah it's, it's quite, quite a quite nasty way to kill a jedi
0: Jedi killing is <clears throat> is a legion sport. Um, I'm going to do a little comparison here. So I've, I was just interested because she is costed at 150 points, and I was looking and I thought, you know what? I wonder what else is around the same price. Uh, give so I'm accounting I'm 10% either way. So General Grievous is 155 points. Maul is 160. Uh, moving on to the rebels. Uh, the only anything that's near one hundred and fifty points and does is Sabine. Other than that, everything else is uh, is a hundred points. But obviously, except for, uh, oh, hang on, uh, Commander Luke is one hundred and sixty points. Excuse me, uh, and Sabine is one hundred and twenty five. Other than that, Boba Fett's one hundred twenty. There is there is a point I have to in a second. Uh, and looking at the Empire. Boba Fett, 120 points. Darth Vader is 190, so it's quite expensive. Uh, Darth Vader, Opt Vader is 175. And then on to Republic. Uh, here we have, where is he? Anakin Skywalker 155. Do we think Anakin Skywalker is com- comparable to Asajj? His command cards over a period of time add up, whereas she has the access to. The one that makes her have Makashi and all that jazz straight off the bat, and and outmaneuver. Don't forget, outmaneuver she gets outmaneuver, so she can spend dodges on on the <coughs> on crits. And other than that, Kenobi is one seventy. So, do we think that the Force users are balanced in cost at the moment?
1: No, yes. uh, not, not 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 even close. Um, I, I do think that Kenobi needs a price drop. I do think that Anakin needs a price drop because clones need something to give them a push in the right direction. Op, Luke is fine where he is. Commander Luke needs a point drop. Um, I think Grievous probably needs a point drop so you can see a little more play. Dooku probably needs maybe he's a force user. Well, it's he's got lightsabers. He's close enough. Uh, Dooku probably needs a five point increase. Both the Vaders could probably do with a five point increase. Asajj could do with about a twenty point increase, and she's not even released yet, but. <laughs> That's uh, Ahsoka best be ninety points, or I'm gonna start
3: crying. Well, I think Ahsoka's gonna have the same I think is, I think Asajj is okay. Um, Asajj's biggest weakness is is five health, two courage. That's 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 a problem for for any centerpiece unit. As the two courage, any uh, grievous player will tell you, two courage is a problem, um, and five health when you're not surging to defense isn't great. Um, but I think, I think, I think she's good, and it, it, I think the card kind of represents her quite well in terms of in the, in the TV show. Those that have seen it, she's very aggressive, but when she gets hit, she dies easily or, or loses easily, and she runs away a lot. So um, that's kind of how that will play out. Be um, interesting to get on the table. I think overall points are, are pretty okay. I, I agree with some of all these points, a few tweaks, but overall nothing's too bad.
0: So I'm of the opinion that I think I know Ollie sort of stated it for me is that I think the Republic the Republic Force users need a little help, um, particularly that when the when the Errata came out with clones having not been able to share multiple green tokens at the same time, particularly like for surges, Kenobi's three pip card basically became what's the point uh, because you would apply that you'd give it every that is every time uh, Kenobi gets an order plus two others. And each one gets a surge token for each friendly unit at range one. So if you play that early doors and it's you've got a little clone ball going on and everything close, they'll probably get about five surges. But they're never going to use all five surges ever because it just doesn't happen. So his command card instantly became near useless because you might as well take the one with all the clones and then you've got the Kenobi token in the bag or the jazz. Anyway, um with the force users in particular, do you think it's the command cards that command cards? Yeah, it's, it's command cards that make them more more powerful, or is it the keywords on the card? I, um, it's force is push, it relentless, is it relentless, or is,
3: or is it... <laughs> <laughs> it? It it's force users without force push are grievous. Gri grievous is actually stats wise is very very similar to a force user, but he doesn't get force push. Which is why you don't see him. If he had force power, she'd be amazing, and everyone would
2: use him. Yeah, I think that's a solid answer. The same when you put like Callus on the table, he he can hit hard, and he's got a bit of piercing in him and stuff, but he just doesn't have flexibility. And that's what force powers do. Like burst of speed gives you the flexibility of going from speed one to three, and push just opens up so much, like, chess abilities when playing Legion. Reflexes gives you survivability. Uh, Are they the only force powers out there? I think they are, aren't they? Like, El Saber Throw gives you, like, a ranged attack. Uh, Guidance. Yeah, so I said there's then four force powers, and that's it, isn't there? Guidance,
0: hope. Hope.
1: Has anyone ever seen Hope on a Jedi? uh, and And like Andy said, I think there's just those four force powers out there. Uh... Honestly, I, right. I, I I, I, I honestly think I honestly think you, I honestly think they should add a rule into the game. Feel free to feel free to disagree with me. Just something like grapple, just a worse version of force push, or something like like Grievous reduces the speed of one unit he's in combat with at the start of his activation by one until the start of his next turn. Some something to just make him because I mean the man's got four arms. There's no reason he can't be grappling someone. I uh, I just think that'd be I think that'd be a because cause all they've done with Grievous is just made they've given him Jedi abilities just worse, so I think something like a, a grappling effect would work quite well.
2: Now he does get Surge to block when he spends a dodge though in, in melee, so he surely he's better than a Jedi now.
0: All but well, well not, the not, uh, not the uh, Republic Jedi, which is the only thing they've got going for him because it's a and it's Jemso and is it Jemso? Yeah, Jemso and. Uh, Yoda rolls
3: natural surges I think personally, Jedi would be quite interesting if they all became I would say 15 points cheaper and force push was 25 then you'd actually have some choices to make but at the minute it's just some, something you play with the numbers but something like that then you'd actually have a choice to make on, on what cards you're doing but at the minute basically all Jedi are 10 points more expensive and they all take force push otherwise you're well unless you want to play suboptimally i I love that
2: is it an interesting uh, take that maybe force push should be a freebie
0: this this this
1: this is this is what I've got my, this is what I was going to say now so if if you increase increase the points cost on Jedi by 10 points perhaps we'll start seeing some of Cockle's favorite force abilities a little bit more often um, just as like just as a as a standard built in. I think if if you you know if if that if how much is Vader how much is Commander Vader just as a base? Is he what, one ninety? One nine five. One nine five. So so if he's two oh five with three four slots, um giving him like choke, saber throw, and burst of speed. <laughs> you, you can't see it on you sh- on uh you can't see it as you'll be listening to us, but Dave's just been clapping like a little happy seal. <laughs>
2: That's because they're the clubs he's beating. <laughs>
1: seal <laughs> so, clubbing is his uh, is his lifestyle choice do
0: you know what just for a, just for a bit of balance let's let's just i'm gonna read out the uh andy i just want you to take uh, worth it or not worth it just a yes or no um off, i'll read the, the the force power and the points no. and you go worth it or not worth it mm-hmm. so so off, of, off the, of the they're all fine it depends uh, on the builder, what you're trying to do oh so well, we'll go with the, the dark side ones first anger at three points.
2: Yeah, it's all right.
0: That on,
2: me-
0: to go up or down. On palpits it's amazing. Battle meditation, five points.
3: Uh, down. I think but, I, it's amazing. Battle meditation is great. The, the problem is all force powers. The problem is slots. There's a single one that you, that isn't worth the points. The question is, which would you rather have? It's not a discussion on points with any of them for me. It's what's the best. What's the best one?
0: well those of us who've played um, excuse me those of us who played Knights of the Old Republic uh, would remember Battle Meditation on Bastila Shan that was fun
3: Um, put Battle um, Meditation on Yoda with double arcs it's disgusting because Yoda's two pip Yoda's two pip when you can give orders to both full arc units and give them both relentless it's gross
0: That's handy, right? Noted. Keep that one in mind. Um, fear three points. Probably not worth it. Force barrier at ten points. Yes, it
2: needs to come down. Probably. There's no way barrier should be competing with burst of speed.
0: Uh, we've seen, oh yeah, burst of speed ten points. Missed that one. Um, on the dark side, force choke five Five points, points. needs to go up.
3: Yeah, it should go up. It's really, really good. In fact, they should probably just change the rule uh, because it's so good. <laughs> For, it's force guidance should be free. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, force, force lift five, five points. points. It, it's garbage, apart from one particular play that means it's an auto win, which is just stupid. <laughs>
0: We know what that play is. Uh, push flexes and saber throw the other th- the last three, and then uh, on the light side is um force hope or whatever it is. Just hope in general. That might be an interesting one as a cheap upgrade for if you just if you're not running anything. Spooky, I I, I would, spooky, I would absolutely I put hope
3: that. on everybody if it didn't take up a force slot, but it does, and it's competing with things that are just so much better. And that, and it oh, it's the it is the four slots great, that that, that limit, which is why I talked about Commander beta versus Operative. Four slots are huge, and Commander beta having three versus Operative's two is a really big deal.
0: And thus ends today's chat about four slots and what to put on. Any final thoughts on Asajj? Anybody?
2: Um, the order of sequence, just for anyone who's <laughs> been wanting to learn, is uh, you remove tokens and then you resolve effects at the end of the end phase, and the scoring for things like Intercept is at the end of the end phase. So if she puts Force Oppression on herself, she will guarantee to be removing one and therefore not panicking herself.
3: Unless you're on hostile environment and she's in the open. (laughs) (laughs) That's your own fault. Yep, there we go. And that's
0: that. Uh, So, yeah. So that neatly wraps up, I think, today's show. I think all I've got really left to say is that uh, let's announce a couple of uh, a couple of events. Uh, Ollie, you had one that was messaged to you to remind her, So fire away,
1: my yes. Son. Uh, so there is there is one slight other update as well. Um, just to throw in just quickly before this, uh, the game will not be having any points changes or balance changes prior to Worlds. Um, as uh, one of our apparently it's just been read out on a stream. So um, for anybody who is attending that event do bear that in mind and go absolutely hammering events now with whatever list you want to, uh, as it's safe for the moment. Uh, on to the slightly more important one, events that are local to the UK. Uh, I had a message off the loveliest, I believe it's Jonathan Elliot. L.M.
0: Elliot Thomas, maybe, if it's it the London series.
1: No, Jonathan L.M., but it is the London oh. series. Okay, so there is about three tickets left for the February tournament at Darksphere Games in London on the 18th and 12th. March? Sorry, I'm reading the message back and it's not making any sense to me. Uh, when is it?
2: 18th the of February. 18th
1: of Feb. 12th of March. And then he's got there the we go. March as well. Yeah, no, it's me reading incorrectly. That's been an ortherner for you. Okay, so on the 18th of Feb and the 12th of March, 24-player tournaments at the Bad Moon Cafe. Um, It's a it's a great event. Anything that's run by Elliot, get yourself down to, especially if you're in the London area be a real mix of players there usually find the likes of myself or cockles or andreas and there are people who uh, this will be their first tournament as well so there's always uh, a whole ha- a whole host of help on hand if needed so do make sure you get yourselves down to these events
0: indeed i was thought i was talking and i was just muted which uh, and i've got one as well uh going further south if you are on the south coast and live near portsmouth the historic city um seb de agar is uh, arranging um a a tournament at uh, a fistful of dice on the 15th of april well i thought he asked me to get this out early doors and you will have seen a facebook post go out early on this evening while we were recording because i'm clever like that i can schedule posts it's really cool um in his words (coughs) excuse me this is aimed at um a bit of everybody uh, so, I'll just tell you says. This event is aimed at, play- at all players, especially those who are new to Legion. Come along and enjoy a fun and friendly event with prizes for everyone who attends. Always nice. Ticket costs £12 and includes three 800 point games. All tables will be co- covered in terrain with several st- Star Wars themed pieces. No one walks away empty handed, and there'll be prizes for everybody. Prizes also for first, second, and third, and a wooden spoon as well. Um, so, that's good. Uh refreshments are there, the timings, check out the Facebook uh link and on there if you're on Facebook and stuff. If not, drop us a message, we can um we can help you out and get you in contact and all that jazz as well. Uh so that was with Seb the Edgar uh doing that. Andy, uh you got any events coming up or have you got something important or like I don't know, has something happened with MKGT recently? Who knows? <laughs> no, let's just move on. Um, <laughs> um
2: MKGT has officially sold out at sixty-four tickets um and we only started selling tickets in november so just again just can't say thank you enough from both me and the wife obviously the only two-man team behind it which sounds crazy when we start thinking about it in some ways um we've even though we're sold out we've still got two sponsors lined up for announcements already um so obviously keep an eye out on the facebook um we are creating a waiting list um to judge if it's worth us opening more tables in the costs and factoring all of that all in so do keep an eye out on the social media for that um i also obviously my monthly tournaments february has already sold out it is on the uh 25th of february um but i've created march's event and that is on the 18th of march so do uh, book your tickets early now uh, because obviously with them selling out quite quickly um and unfortunately we only have space for 16 players
0: do you know what i'm really annoyed that you brought that up i totally understand why it's and why it's brought early because you might be in the states but i was like oh, i said to my wife I was like you know what i'll uh i'll i'll play some legion on my, on my birthday because my birthday is the end of march and i was like oh the end of march falls nicely where andy's tournament is but oh no someone made other plans did, did you not qualify know, not for really Worlds, selfish. cockles, cockles you're not yeah i was gonna say worlds no, you can the play there uh, no, but then I only went to one re- event where I could qualify. So because I don't go, to, I don't get the chance to go to as many events. But,
2: but, now that's a lie yeah. because you also went to my prime championship, and I, you, you failed it there.
0: Oh, was that? A t- I did. Sorry, didn't know that was a. I didn't know it was prime. Do
2: you know where that ticket went? To sixth place.
0: <laughs> oh, so I wasn't sixth. I was eighth.
3: Yeah, that, that that was one of the, my pass downs. <laughs> I had a few of them. Yeah, I have got five invites, cockles. You should have had one of mine. I mean,
0: you should have sent it. The other issue is financially might be an issue going to America because one of it, I just don't one of us got a free flight in that right, Andy. The other two, the other two of us, one is and mis- hotel. All right, oh sorry, and hotel. I just I just can't I just can't afford it. Can't afford it, mate. Can't afford it. Oh look, there he is. Oh look, oh you know what? I damn. Just all hold it up for a second. I'm just going to take a little screenshot of that. Uh, look, there we go, lovely. There we go. <laughs> That'll be fun. Uh, you'll, it, those of you listening, you'll see that later on. Oh, know. Anyway.
1: No. Oh, Cockles, you got to do it again. We've, oh, we, 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 we 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 all got them now. We've
0: <laughs> oh, all got them now. Look, here we go. Look, look. This is what. I, this is the kind of stuff I have to put up with. And now, there no, we go. Done. Look, at I, I should add me doing flipping in the bird at the same time. No, I can't <laughs> go to Worlds because I have no money to do so. So there we go. Um, that's, there we go.
2: No ticket, you mean Yeah, no that's ticket.
0: <laughs> No, I could have gone to the I could have gone to the LCQ if I had the cash to do that. What and then failed to qualify there as well. No, given the way, given yes, given the way I've seen um the, the way that, how many they're potentially offering at the LCQs, I probably would have been able to make that because everyone would have played. Everyone who already had a ticket would have played the LCQs for practice, and then it would have been like oh first they've got one, second they've got one, third they've got one, fourth five. and it would have come to about tenth and they've,
2: they've asked that uh, what people with tickets don't play, so oh, it okay. Be...
0: Yeah. Oh well. I, do you know what? I reckon I would have fancied my chances. There yeah, but yeah. don't have the cash. Dave, got the money? Can you lend me. Yeah. Yeah. All
3: good. Um, I'll
0: pay I'll you back. Any, any, any a week.
3: Yeah, but no. <laughs> I've got the money, but you can't have it. It's a
0: totally fair answer, and I'd say exactly the same. Anyway, so that's events. Um, so yeah, that's what's going down.
3: Really. Uh, just can kind I of, just two more events uh, this coming weekend? There's one in Preston Harlequins. Uh, I can't. Remember, I can never remember if it's Saturday or Sunday. But there's one in Preston Harlequins. Um The weekend after, so the kind of eight, I think it's the nineteenth, and it might be on the Saturday. Um, there's one at Sanctuary Gaming in Southern Ashfield. Uh, there are always really good fun events. Very casual, um, but, but nice events. So yeah. This is this is that would make sense,
0: Dave. I have a query for you. I forgot to ask Dennis's question when he was on the show two weeks ago, but I'm sure he'll say yes. yes. But so, Dave, the question to you is: Will you be our quote northern correspondent?
3: Yeah, Ollie's looking like what the hell? But you have to remember, Ollie emigrated down south. (laughs) Is turned into a southern Nancy boy. So, oh, um, no. he wears his kilt to try and compensate, but everyone knows there's a proxy southerner these days. So, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Well, I'm, I'm actually more Midlands, I'm Nottingham based, but I do I do go up to the kind of um, element games and things quite a bit. But, uh, I can't claim to be a true northerner anymore. I've moved my wife's from Nottingham, so I, she, she lured me into the Midlands, but yes
0: let's not hear about she's about people being lured by their spouses and stuff like that. Yeah, Ollie, so you can't be the Northern correspondent because you don't live in the North anymore. Even oh, though I'll... the place you live in is called Northampton. I well, Don't tell people where I live. Outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> he he, lives, he, he
3: this, lives at 112 this guy, Smith Street, <laughs> Northampton.
0: <laughs> you, you bunch of cycles. If you wish to find if you wish to find Ollie, you may often find him out at a nightclub or a pub, often on a Friday or Saturday night.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Don't even try to <laughs> Don't even, it. yeah,
0: <laughs> you, No, it's true. Don't was, even try and like I, I, say I, no, no,
1: no. I, I was I was trying to I was trying to become more American this weekend, so I decided to go to a toga party just in just in, just in preparation for the uh, for the world. <laughs>
2: You told me it was a yoga party. No,
1: I misspelt it and said yoga party, and then swiftly corrected it to toga. I am far, I am far too rugby injured to do yoga. Oh I one hundred
0: percent not wanting to see you do downward facing dog in a toga. And on that note, I think it's time to depart. Um, thank
3: you again. You to again. Those, That's those, those no to move. I've
0: already become... oh.
3: All right. Cheers, Cheers, Dave. Finish it, man. Sorry, but that 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 was just there waiting to be said. Sorry. Ollie bending over oh, the toga, seen, That's seen no moon. You... Oh, <laughs> oh I have just seen what it... oh,
0: now I get uh, that. Okay, yeah. Sorry hang on edit. Let's do that joke again. Ollie, I Dave, when you're ready, yeah? Ollie, I definitely don't want to see you doing downward facing do- uh, dog in a toga.
3: And that's no moon.
0: <laughs> yeah, it'll be worth it. I'll try and put a badumpum into the edit. Um where was I? Yes, thank you for listening. Um, for the Patreons, thank you again to our Patre- our wonderful Patreons, all se- all seven of you who've signed up so far. I-, I mean, we only launched the other day, so it's early days. But thank you to the- you again. Um, <clears throat> we look forward to having discussions with you on the old Discord or all this jazz. Ollie, you have something to say? Uh, just a last minute shout out um, from somebody who we've just
1: advertised this event, Mister Seb de Agar, Thank you so much for signing up to our Patreon as well.
0: Look at that live ac- live action stuff going on as time happens. So there you go. So Seb Diagar, thank you very much. Also Ezra's Medaroon on uh, on Discord. If you ever hit, if you ever speak to him, um, so thank you to those guys again. Uh, links and descriptions and things will be on our uh, on our Facebook um, page and posts that you will see. Uh, if you wish to find people on social media or Discord, who are we? Also Dave, who where can people find you if they want to pest
3: you about stuff? Uh, Dave Grant on. Discord Legion Discord, I think. I, I use my actual name on media, so just yeah, Facebook, various Legion groups. I don't do much social media though, so there you go.
0: No, that's fine. That's what that's, that's what social media is for young people, Dave. So why are you on it then, Cockles? I'm pretty sure I'm younger than Dave. Oh, well, I don't know. Um, by the looks pro- of things, probably. <laughs> out of interest just to make sure I'm not r- hilariously wrong on this can we t- when, when, how old are you on your next your birthday, birthday Dave? Dave I'll
3: be 43, I'll be 43. Okay. You 40
0: something? I mean, that's definitely not where I've definitely got some time on that so that's all good 38 for me on the next one anyway uh, Dave, Dave Grant been a great guest thank you very much we hope to hear from you again uh, hey Andy where can people find you if they want to pester you
2: yeah you can grab us on um, discord channel it's AJST um, um, or on Facebook, obviously, and uh, that's Andrew actually, Terrell. Um, but feel free to grab us um, talk to us or hit us up in any way you need.
0: Just to point out, don't actually physically grab him if you're in the street, that's the kind of thing that people frown on. Um, and Ollie, where would people find you? Uh, so
1: you can find me on the Legion Discord as well as the That's No Moon Discord under CBT three dash That's No Moon. Uh, you can also message our Facebook page That's No Moon, a Star Wars Legion podcast, uh, and one of the three of us will pick up the messages and get back to you as soon as we can.
0: Yes, we will. And uh, I am Cockles Faulkner. As far as I'm, there are no other Cockles Faulkners in the world, um, so I'm the only one. And you can find me on the Discord or that, or Twitter, whatever. And you can chat to me about anything and everything. And I'll be happy to chat the to ears off you, as you can tell. That's why I do a host of podcasts. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, let's bring on the next show. And that will be in a couple of weeks' time. In the meantime, look after yourselves. Stay safe. Bye-bye there. You've been listening to That's No Moon, a Star Wars Legion podcast. To keep up to date with us, please like and follow us on Facebook. That's No Moon, the Star Wars Legion podcast. And Instagram, that's No Moon podcast.